Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Freaking first cut. Golly! What's going on, YouTube? Rory is buzzing. Tiger is bumming. All things to talk about at round one of the Open Championship. We're going to do it right now. Hit the like button. Make sure you're subscribed. Here we go. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman. That right there, Kyle Porter, coming to us from the old course. KP, hello. How we doing? Good. How are you? Uh... I'm good. I'm trying to tweet out this Max Homa quote. Can I just read this off the top? It's so sick. It's such Let's a great quote. Hit us with it. Max, I'm playing with Tiger in round one. It was the coolest freaking day I've ever had on a golf course. He's the goat for a reason. He was very, very nice. It was a really fun day. It was a dream come true type of day, minus some of the golf. It really felt like fantasy. <laughs> Max, is is, that? For, for lack of any other way to describe Max, he is like so cute. Like, I just love him, right? Well, he's, I think the word you're looking for is probably like endearing. He's very endearing. Yeah. He's, he's, he's very sweet. He's very, he's just a nice guy. I like that he described Tiger as very, very nice. Like, like that's that's what we were expecting from him. We need some, we need some wholesome content with all the just live nonsense and, I don't know. There's a lot going on. We, we got a we got a lot to talk about. I think Patrick and I might tag tag out or tag each other out here in a minute. So we'll we'll uh we'll, yeah let's dive in on some stuff. Yeah, we might do a hot tag here at some point. Well, uh, Max got his money's worth because it took like six and a half hours uh, to oh. play around at the old course. Uh, I tweeted out there were still like twenty guys out there on the golf course and round two was going to start in in like nine hours now even shorter than that from the time i pressed send so we are we're, we're right back at it but man it's it's long and you've got with those double greens obviously make you wait constantly and it, it, you got to stay mentally engaged for like you know six and a half hours yeah yeah it's you know the, there's not really um it was interesting because the the first group out it was Paul Laurie, Webb Simpson, and who was it? Minwoo, maybe. Yes. Yeah, Minwoo Lee. They were they were flying around. I mean, I think they finished in a little over four, maybe right at four or something. I I think it was a little over four, and then it just. I mean, I, I was on five T, and you had so the Rory group was waiting, the JT group was waiting behind them. And then the Zalatoris group was waiting behind them. And it was like, I mean, it was just a, it was a pile up. Of, it was a traffic jam. It was, it was horrible. And Rory was asked about it afterwards and said, that's just kind of like what it is out here. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a shorter course. You get just jammed up a little bit and you just kind of have to expect it at an open championship, especially at St. Andrews. So it sucks. It's Fitzpatrick had some pretty harsh words on it. He said, it's sad. He said it should never happen in golf. I agree. I don't know. I, I mean, it, 
I don't know what can be done about it, I guess. It just, it, it feels a little, it, slow play is not unique to St. Andrews, but I think this level of slow, slow play is unique to this golf course. Right, and they're not going to go off of split tees and there's really nowhere to go out at the old Shotgun. course. Yeah, shotgun start. We could have had this thing done in a few hours. Um, the course, uh, I, I want to get your thoughts on it. You were obviously out there. It looks very yellow. looks very brown oh. on television. looks very bouncy. Uh, balls are running 80 to 100 yards when they get a good kick in the fairway. And uh, it just looks like a lot of fun. Oh, it's it's phenomenal. Scotty Scheffler said it. He said uh, the fairways were rolling faster than, than, uh, than the greens. Uh, in some places, not the entire thing, but it's almost like if so just walking out there, you know how if you, um, I don't know, like let's say you, first of all, there's no divots anywhere, obviously. I mean, it just doesn't, the ball does not depress the ground in any way. Um, but you know how you like will just like kick the, maybe like kick the turf down like a, a, a divot that you messed up or just, I don't know, just anything that you're doing to, to kind of kick the ground. You kick the ground out here, you're gonna break a toe. I mean, it is it is rock hard, and it it's sweet. I mean, balls just run and run and run. And you know, it, they were talking. Somebody was talking. It might have been Rory and his presser afterwards about how like you're gonna get some weird, bad bounces on on some shots that you hit, and um, that's gonna affect the that's gonna affect the tournament, which is. I mean, maybe somebody's going to be pissed about that, but it's it's sweet to watch. I didn't see a ton of stuff on TV today. I was out there a lot. I followed a bunch of different groups, just watched um, as much golf as I could out there. And, um, I mean, the balls are just – I mean, they're just bouncing around all over the place. It, it A normal golf tournament like you and I would go to, Rick, It's it's it things are kept pretty tidy, right? Like, you're kind of just in this little tunnel that you're playing in, whatever hole it is, out here – there's balls everywhere. I mean, there's balls bounding around over marshals and, you know, going like on the other fairway. And it's just, it's, it's, it's wild. And it's actually kind of hard to keep up with when you're, when you're kind of running around out there. Yeah. When you watch on TV, you can tell how long it's been since that shot's been hit. Cause you'll see somebody hit a shot. It'll roll past tiger on, you know, 18 T or whatever. And you know, he's already yeah. teed off there. So you're like, Oh yeah, this is it's, it's close quarters around here and uh kp we got a proper a proper uh wave advantage about a stroke and a half yeah. from the guys who went out early so we'll see if that continues to hold or if that'll correct itself on friday yeah well so i was out there i was out there early and late and late it got uh, it got windy i mean it was it was it was blowing pretty good the other thing it got really cold like in the morning like when i got out here in the morning it was it felt good it was it was a little cool but it wasn't cold it was cold tonight. It's actually cold right now. There's no heat or air over here, and the media center is is quite quite chilly right now. So th- I think that affected guys a lot later on. The sympathy, I'm sure, is coming in droves for, for sure. For, for the sure, at St. Andrews. Um, okay, well, how about this leaderboard? Cam Young out in front, eight under par. Rory McIlroy two shots back. Cam Smith three shots back at five under. Uh, if you like the trends, it's over, Kyle. One of those three guys is winning it because as Justin Ray astutely points out, basically every single open championship that's been held at St. Andrews since 1939, the winner was within or at the lead, excuse me, at the lead or within three shots after round one. That's only three guys. So it's basically yeah. over. 
for sure. It's definitely <laughs> over. I think, I mean, it's an interesting, it's a really interesting top, I guess, 12. You got a bunch of live boys up there. You got Hovland up there who I didn't necessarily think was going to um, maybe play great this week. Same with DJ, even though I picked him for a one and done. Cam Young, I, you know, I just got asked this on HQ. I think he led the field in T to green by a lot. I think we've got it up there, I guess. Now Jacob producer, Jacob has it up there. I don't, I got asked if he had staying power. And my answer was like, hell yes. I, I just, I don't think I, I, he, it, it, is Cam Young going to win the open? I don't know, but is he going anywhere? I don't really think so. Right. Like he, he was awesome at the PGA. Uh, I followed his practice group on Tuesday for a little bit. He's just, mashes i mean he just compresses the ball it's so impressive and uh he didn't even really putt that well i mean he putted fine on uh on thursday i'm i'm uh and he's somebody that you know we talked a little bit about this in the preview but you can just it, it's hard because balls are running so much but theoretically you can use driver to your advantage a lot here um to just put give yourself the right angles into some of these greens and i think that he's somebody that potentially could do that so i'm i'm in on him contending this weekend i don't know if he's going to win or not but i think he'll contend yeah and he's proven that he can play really well at a bunch of different golf courses this year his dad is a, a pga pro out at uh i want to call it sandy Sleep. hollow Sleep. Sleep. yeah yeah I'm did you see the did you did you see the question that he <laughs> no. got the question afterwards, God, I, I don't uh, let me find it. It okay, was while, it, it while was, you find it, uh, yeah, I'll bring in Patrick ahead. McDonald. So we got we got Patrick on the line. There's Patrick. Hey, bud. What's going on? It's just, uh, you know, me from the mean streets of Washington, D.C. checking in. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> uh, uh, this is this is part of the quote. So he got he got asked. I don't know who this was, so I'm sorry, whoever it was. But he got asked. Cameron, a Fordham prep school in the Bronx isn't especially known for producing professional golfers, maybe more basketball players. Can you talk a little bit about maybe an improbable journey from the streets of New York uh, to you went to Wake Forest, but then to the links of St. Andrews? It doesn't happen every day. And he said, I think the streets of New York is probably a stretch. I lived at, I lived at Sleepy Hollow Country Club where my dad is the head pro. I lived on the lower course out there. I took the train to school, but I also took the train back home to go practice. It might sound a little improbable, but I've been around golf my whole life. That's just kind of what I do. I think he was being kind to the question yeah. asker there. Yeah. Uh, I, I would kick it. It's like someone Googled, where is he from? It said New York. And they were like, oh, the mean streets of New York city. Uh, Cam Young out in front, two shots clear of one Rory McElroy and Patrick. Uh, Rory's doing this thing where he's playing well in opening rounds at majors. That's a little mm. bit scary. Uh, yeah, and it, it felt like it honestly could have been a little bit better. He didn't really take advantage of, uh, you know, nine or ten. He had a, a wipey fade every now and then uh, and still was kind of ho-hum, easy, six under, 66, so... That's three in a row, right, for Rory first rounds that are, you know, put him right there. And so let's see what he can do tomorrow. Uh, I think the afternoon wins are supposed to switch directions a little bit. So maybe 
that'll throw some guys off. But by all accounts, he should be right there at the halfway mark. Uh, opening 66 KP. That's his lowest opening round score at the Open since 2014, which, by the way, he won that one. Did not defend at the old course in 2015. So uh, here we go. We're going to get the full-on Rory McIlroy lather uh, for as long as he's within arm's reach at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, I think he – I think he- uh, is it too hot of a take to say I think he wins or loses the Open on Friday? Well, what did he do? Didn't he do that on – was it Friday or Saturday at the country club where he just kind of so, like played himself out of it, right? Was it Friday? It, it, it was Friday at the PGA, but then he okay. made the charge Sunday, right? Yeah, at the country or club now. it was – I think the country club was Saturday at the U.S. Okay. Open, I think. Okay. I can't remember. He he was six shots worse in round two at the PGA than he was in he, sh- he shot 65-71 at the PGA and then 67-69 at Brookline. I don't know what he shot in round three. I don't I don't have it in front of me. But I think his open is won or lost on Friday. And I think he knows that too. He he I asked him about it. He basically said, I know I have to back this up on Friday. Like I have to, because he's he's a front. I mean, he 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 is a front running winner he wins from out in front he he it's like the the stuff where he shoots 64 at augusta is super fun and it's a great like backup if scheffler you know like breaks his leg on the 15th hole or whatever but he he traditionally has been a front running winner and to front run you got to do it on thursday and friday not just one of those days you know the last six years it's been friday now this year it's been Thursday. So if you put together two of those days, man, I, I he, and I think it's going to be honestly like I think it's going to be a mental and emotional war for him because he wants to win this so bad and his game is in such like he is he he said he used the word stillness on the course, which I thought that was a great word. His 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 swing is just so good right now. Like you have so much confidence over where it's going and he has so much confidence over what he's doing that I think it becomes if he goes out and shoots 67 again on Friday then it becomes a mental and emotional just war to get to the finish line and I, I, I to me that's a that's going to be a fascinating thing to watch but he's got to do it on Friday again he was the favorite before the event started Patrick he's obviously still the favorite right now much shorter over at Caesar Sportsbook about three and a half to one for his win odds yeah he's, he's gonna go to sleep tonight knowing that uh y- you can't take one day off at a major championship the game's too deep it, it doesn't work that way he's got to go out and do something something tomorrow to keep himself in this yeah KP I do have one question for you you know boots on the ground how more difficult can the RNA make some of these pin positions? Because, I mean, there are some nasty ones today. You think about uh, three was a pretty good one. Uh, was it 13? Whatever that hole with the joined green that was like a million yards wide. Um, yeah. You, you know, how, how much more difficult? Because that kind of feels like the only defense right now. Uh, well, and nine was like two paces off the, off the edge, which was sick. I think he, I think it could get more difficult. And Rory alluded to that in his in his uh, in his post round presser. He said, "I think they're going to tuck them." He was like, "There's some that were tucked today. I think they're going to just like put them away the rest of the week," which is <laughs> which is awesome. Like it's it's the 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 idea of somebody shooting fifty nine this week 
I thought it was a little absurd coming in. Now I think it's just completely ridiculous. Nobody's shooting 59 this week. Nobody's shooting 62 this week. Uh, it, it's yeah, it's a it's a shorter course. Ball's running forever. It plays short, but the defense is it's not only the weather and the wind, but it's also these green complexes and where you can put pins. So I think they're, I think it's only, I think the, to answer your, to actually answer your question, Patrick, I think the, the pins are only going to get uh, more difficult as the week wears on uh, than they, than they were on Thursday. And they, and they started out pretty difficult, I thought. So I, I think it's yeah. going to be, um, I think scoring is not going to, I don't know, somebody shoots, I don't know that we're going to see any more 64s because it, it was, it was calm today. It was, it was like not blowing at all this morning. And it was still tough just because of how fast. I mean, one of the things, sorry, I'm talking a lot, but one of the things is it's, it's so difficult to hit um, like these 60 degree or 56 degree wedges. I mean, the, the, it, it's, it's impossible to describe how thin the, the turf is, the fairways are. I mean, Rory was talking about, he's like, I, th- I was scared I was going to thin a ball. I think it was on 17 into the stands because I'm like almost leading the open and I'm worried about about hitting like the just just drop kicking one off the middle of my ball and just killing somebody in the in the <laughs> in the grandstand. That's how that's how like hard it is to kind of clip balls off this turf right now. So I, I just. I think the course, I don't know if it's going to get that much harder, but I think it's going to remain difficult throughout the rest of the week. A couple notables here. Scotty Scheffler, uh, I'm not sure if you guys have heard, he's having himself a pretty good year. Uh, four under 68 on the wrong end of it, Patrick, right? That's the afternoon draw. So that could arguably be one of the more impressive rounds, especially from the afternoon wave. Scotty continues up the great play, and then we'll we'll see if he – is at another disadvantage on Friday, but uh, excellent stuff here. Yeah, and kind of like Rory, he didn't take advantage of the scoring chances early in the back nine. Uh, had a good look on 10, had a good look on uh, 12 as well, the drivable uh, par four. And so, yeah, I mean, four under right there again. I know that Justin Ray stat's been floating around that you need to be within three at St. Andrews. Uh, Throw it out. Can- yeah, I feel like you can make an exception for some of those guys at four, maybe even three. You could argue the lead is Rory McIlroy at six under, so that brings a lot of people into it as well. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he looked terrific. Uh, no real flaws in his game, only one bogey on, what was it, the toughest hole of the day. Uh, so, yeah, if you're a Scotty Scheffler fan, you got to feel pretty good about yourself. Uh, Cam Smith here, KP gets out early, shoots a five under round of, of 67, saw little flashes of the putter coming back to him at the Scottish open, put it to good use here on Thursday. And now he's got himself in the mix for a a third win of the year. Yeah. I'm a little surprised. Maybe I shouldn't be. He's so creative and so good, um, like on and around greens. And this is just, I mean, honestly, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a playground like to we could you the three of us could go out there with producer jacob and just chip balls on and around these greens for days i mean it's just so fun to try to get at different pins and like play the angles and it's just it's a it's a phenomenal you know i think the word that was used earlier this week is is chess match but even just like when you get within 30 yards even that chess match is interesting. And Cam Smith, you could argue, is maybe the best in the world at at that sort of um, 
that type of play. So I, I was a little bearish on him coming into the week just because the driver is, has not been very good. And, um, I'm still a little iffy about that, but man, if he gets it up by some of these greens, he can just have a field day with, with how he can work the ball and, and kind of move it with his wedges. Yeah, he's nuts when it comes to just getting up and down. Uh, we got hoodwinked, Patrick. Bryson DeChambeau on Wednesday was like, yeah, I'll, I can hit driver on uh, two and three and seven and nine and 15 and eight. And, and like he rattled off all these all these uh, holes. And then after Thursday's three under uh, 69, he says, oh, yeah, you got to be really strategic around here. You just can't go grabbing, grabbing driver everywhere. Who do you guys think I am? So uh, a, for me, at least a very surprising, nice round from Bryson. Yeah, I mean, he's back to the mad scientist, you know. He's back to plotting. He's back to the OG Bryson. It feels like in, what, he was second tee to green today. He didn't even butt that well, according to yeah. the stats, which is scary, I guess, uh, if he can remain this discipline moving forward. Uh, but yeah, I liked what he had to say in his post round press conference saying, you know, I'm here to win a major championship. I don't need to hit driver around here. I'm going to do what I need to do to win this uh, tournament. So I think hoodwinks a pretty good word for it. I don't think a lot of people kind of expected Bryson DeChambeau to be a factor here just because one, the wrist is somewhat of a question mark. He said it gets swollen after playing 18 every now and again. And two, he hasn't played that much at all in 2022. Uh, so we all know his ceiling is obviously a major championship winner, but I'm interested to see kind of, you know, how much staying power does Bryson have on this leaderboard? I know it's kind of crazy to say knowing how good he is, but we just haven't really seen him in this spot a ton lately. Uh, I didn't see a ton of his stuff on like the RTV feed was weird here early on. And I didn't see it, it, it but the, the times that I saw him, it looked like he was like mashing driver, just trying to like on, I think it was seven. He tried to carry the shell bunker and get it up by the green. Like, do, is that not what he was doing the rest of the day? Like on the back nine and stuff? Uh, he, I think, sorry, Patrick, go ahead. No, it just like, he was shown like sparingly, um, but it was always just with the driver in hand. But according to him, he was kind of laying back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting because, ba yeah, based on what I saw of him, it seemed like he was doing what I thought he would and maybe even should do. You know, it, one of the conversations earlier this week we had is about how some of these bunkers are or, or the fairway is so fast that even like if, if the play is to lay back by hitting iron, it just it's going to get eaten up by some of the pot bunkers. So you might as well take the risk of, of trying to blow it over the bunker uh, because you're 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 screwed if you hit if you're bryson and you hit iron because she it's going to get eaten up so i mean i would be interested to see and there's you know we're trying to cover 156 guys over 15 hours but i would be interested to see there's still a group on the course by the way i'd be interested to see like what he pulled on uh on every uh on every hole because i i it seems like he hit a lot of drivers sorry go ahead well, Rick. And, and i'll tell you he was uh he was 55th in driving distance so he okay. must have laid back on yeah. quite a few. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Is that all drives or just the two? Uh, this is all drives. 16. Okay. Yeah. Kyle, okay. Kyle, I'll give you $1,000 if you can name who was number one in driving distance. <laughs> you shouldn't do this. Kyle's usually good at the stupid stuff. <laughs> Thanks, maybe right. I'm hoodwinking him. You that's know, a, that's a compliment. Just giving him the obvious one, too. 
Uh, I, <laughs> I'll say Marcus Armitage. Oh, uh, no, Sam Bearstow. Okay. 325 I, yards. That one got me I have, pretty nervous, though. I'm not going to lie. You got the right country. <laughs> <laughs> I have every player right in front of me. So I just was. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have a random one. I didn't know Sam's first name. Is he a, is he an amateur? No. Uh actually I think I always is. I confuse him and Sam Horsefield a lot. So yeah. I think he I think I think him and Barklake uh uh got through in the same Yeah, um, I think that's right. Sam Horsefield is the is the live guy. So Bar but Bear Stowe must be the other one. Uh we have to talk about Tiger Woods. We got to talk about some oh. other guys who are struggling. We got to talk about the odds, according to our friends over at Caesar Sportsbook. But first, we are going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back. Uh, if you're looking for the big cat on the leaderboard, keep scrolling. He's there. It's a six over 78, out in 41, in in 37. And Kyle, uh, it obviously started very, very poorly with a double bogey out of the gate. It didn't get much better in the short term. I think what was most concerning for me is the stuff that you expected him to do well, he was horrible at. He was he had no feel for the green speeds. His lag putting and putting in general was horrific. For someone who played as many practice rounds, or excuse me, practice holes as he did this week, that was jarring to me. Yeah, it. Uh, I mean, the, the from the I didn't see a lot of Tiger. Honestly, I was writing on Rory, and then when I got out, I actually followed Tiger for the last four holes of his round. Um, and obviously he makes six at the first. That's not good. You don't want to make six. <laughs> if you're going to make a six out here, you don't want it to be at the first. He had to lose like he had to lose two and a half strokes of the field there or something he like did. that. Yeah, he did. Uh, but yeah, he, I mean, he talked after his round. I saw some of his quotes about how he just he had no feel for the greens and and that he i don't know if the numbers back uh, we've got it in front of me uh he said he didn't feel like he hit it that bad well he did he did hit it very bad uh but he said he, he felt like he hit it okay uh it just was it was a it was a disaster he so i was i picked him up on 16 he pull hooks this uh sort of drive way out to the left and I was the only media person over there because everybody else was on the other side and they're trying to walk up 16 with him and there were very few people over there. Well, he gets over there and he is like 
just laboring just to get to his ball. I mean, it not it's not different than what we saw at Augusta in the PGA, but it just when you're up close to it, it just so um, like prominent, you know, like easy to see. And that is uh, he's just always fighting that. And I don't know. It's hard to tell, Okay, how much of what he's fighting with his leg is affecting him versus how much of it is just not having a sharp game, which I think we would all agree he doesn't after only playing. This is his what eighth round in the last 20 months competitively. So it just it's a bummer because he's probably going to miss the cut unless he shoots something silly on uh friday uh but yeah he just he i don't know i I thought he was gonna make the cut i really did i i i was kind of talking myself into him not winning but maybe like mixing it up or something on the weekend yeah but he just he just didn't have anything on on thursday finds a divot on the first fairway which we can talk all about a different day can't compress it out of there leaves it in the is it a berm or a burn i think it's the second one Burn with an N. Yeah, I think N. so. B B E R N, right? Yeah, that's right. Oh, it's an yeah. E. Yeah. See, this oh. is because I saw people spelling it on Twitter, and uh, I might have to edit something here. Yeah. So <laughs> drops one, drops one in the burn, and uh, and then it's ugly from there. It doesn't get much better. And uh, Kyle's absolutely right, Patrick. Barring probably a sixty-six on Friday, and maybe a little bit of help after playing a six-hour round and then going off early on Friday, like Tiger's week is seemingly very close to being over. Yeah, I was in the same boat. I thought he'd perform better than the Masters and PGA Championship, uh, and you know, about as bad as a start you could imagine, especially with the double on seven. Was that tee shot was dreadful, um, but. I got convinced that he was going to turn around after the birdies around the turn. And then he was on in regulation at 11 and I was like, okay, gets a par here. He can grab one at 12. He's got the par five coming up, you know, get in here around two over or something, three putts, 11, and then kind of all that wind just taken out of his sails. So definitely sucks, but is he going to shoot 66 tomorrow? That's probably what he needs. Like even parish. Um, probably not um but (laughs) no but if you look at the back nine numbers you know pretty solid just really bad for seven holes uh it is burn b-u-r-n oh yeah i thought it was b-e tough i haven't written i i haven't written it this week so thankfully i the The comments were confused too i had to google it well, well, I'm sure the comments are handling my <laughs> my uh, misspelling well. Uh, other notable guys who struggled. struggled. Kyle Morikawa in his title defense. Will Zaltoris, who got the good end of the draw, shot one over. Brooks Kepka uh, struggled as well. KP, take your pick. Where do you want to go here? Well, Kepka can get his wish and not play as much golf this weekend as everybody else is. So he can play less golf and go back to wherever he's going on to Bedminster. Now I listen, I think, I think part of the reason that I'm critical of Brooks is like, and people, people clap back pretty hard, but it's like, dude, this dude is like, he's a, he's awesome. Like he's a champion. Like he, 
he he just destroys majors. And then I feel like he's just turned into this guy. It's like, yeah, whatever, man. Like, I don't care. And you're like, what do you, what, what is like, what do we, what do we do? Like, I don't, I don't know. It just, as a, um, as somebody who really appreciated his desire to be great and to be a champion, I feel like the kind of the flipping on that is just, I just find it to be not uh, entertaining at all and not in, it's like the opposite of Homa, what we talked about off the top. Like it's not endearing at all. I find it to be a little bit bizarre. It's a complete 180 and you've documented that well, much better than, than I could. I, I agree with you there. KP uh, Brooksy and Zalatoris, Patrick, uh, they tied John Daly today. That's, that's where they're at. One, one over par Morikawa was one shot better, uh, got himself in at even, but again, if these guys don't start making a move soon, uh, they're, they're not going to be in the mix. And these are names that, we expect to be in the mix, not to finish T45, T38. Yeah, I'm uh, the idiot who, one, woke up early enough to watch all 18 holes of Brooks Kepka and track him, and two, actually tied money to him. Uh, but, yeah, kind of going back to what KP said, it's weird that in his prime he kind of is content, right? It's usually the opposite. Guys get more motivated as they win uh, almost, and they get into their better years, so – uh, I tracked Brooks and I thought he was pretty close at times. Uh, I didn't think he hit the ball that bad. I didn't look at the stats. He three putted, I think three or four times. Uh, so I thought he could have easily shot three under. It just happened to be one over. Um, and then obviously Colin Markawa didn't putt great. I want to say I saw him miss a bunch of short putts as well. Uh, he left a few approach shots, uh, like woefully short in the beginning of, of his round as well. So um, I'm interested to see if he can make the weekend. He's at even par, right? Yes. Yeah. So right on the yeah, number he, there. He, he talked after his round about how he, uh, he just couldn't, I think he three putted a, a quite a bit and he couldn't, he, it was a little bit of the tiger thing. He couldn't figure out the speed of the greens. And I asked him, I was like, well, did they change from the practice round? And he was like, no, I just, I just, he didn't say this, but he basically said, I just sucked with the putter. Like I was just so bad. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Morikawa, listen, he's a great player. Uh, I think that, I think that over time, we'll be back on his PGA win and his open win as sort of uh, like, like when you win, two majors that quickly it feels like you're going to win 10 right and this this happened to rory too and i think what what will happen is he'll get a handful of more chances to win majors and maybe not convert some of them and he'll be two for five or he'll be two for six or whatever and people will be like what's wrong with colin mark out and it's like well he just won the first two that he had a shot at and then the kind of the odds or the numbers caught up with him and he didn't win some of those later on. I just I don't think he is a he's a good player. He's a great player. I don't know if he's a generational player that's going to win six to eight majors. I, I just just watching him. I, I don't I don't see that in him. But who knows that that could change. Do you think we'll look back at last year kind of as almost like Spieth's U.S. Open at Chambers, where it's like this probably would have been the toughest one for him to win, and he got it out of the way early. Like thank God type of deal yeah I, I wrote that actually in uh 
in the 12 or what, however many storylines we did leading up, leading into the open, I said, it feels like a speed situation at Chambers Bay where it's like, you won this once. I don't know that that's ever going to happen again. I don't know that. I don't think Jordan Spieth can win a U.S. Open in the future. I don't know. I don't know that Morikawa can win an Open Championship. I, I mean, he could. I don't know. I just don't know that he will. So yes, I I totally agree with that. Cool. In terms of winning, our friends over at Caesar Sportsbook, as I mentioned earlier, have installed Roy McIlroy as the favorite. Plus 330, Camp Smith lurking right behind at plus 700, and Scotty Scheffler right behind him at plus 750. Our current leader, our 18-hole leader, Cam Young, doesn't check in until we get down to plus 800, and those are the only four golfers uh, shorter than Xander Shoffley at 14 to 1. So, gentlemen, the way this is shaping up is we've got kind of got the, the top of the board figuring itself out, but still plenty of value if you want to bet on DJ at 16 or Victor at 22 or Jordan Spieth at 25 or Justin Thomas at 50 if you think somebody can make a move over the final three. So, KP, I'll throw it to you first. Is there anything that you see on this board that piques your interest? <sighs> What's Neiman at? 35 two? to one. Oh, is he two under? Uh, he is he three. at th three. Yeah, he missed that putt on yes. 18 to get yes. to four. Three. There's okay. a big, big pile. Of, there's like a dozen guys at three under. Uh, mm, I think Neiman's a little interesting. He fights the ball so well. I don't know if his short game is, is quite um, tidy enough to win on this type of turf. I think DJ is interesting. DJ's problem is, and we didn't talk about this, but he, he didn't, he didn't drive it very well. I mean, I think he was a negative driver and he just putted the lights out, which, you know, which we've talked about that, Rick, is that, is he banking strokes? There is, is the drive. I mean, he's, he's destroyed at this golf course. He's been unbelievable at this golf course in the past. So could DJ go out and shoot 65 tomorrow? Absolutely. Right. Like that. It, his recent stats or his recent form and his um, sort of major pedigree over the last year or so might not suggest that, but I just refuse to believe that DJ doesn't have a 65 in him at this golf course. So I, I think he's a little bit interesting at, at 16 to one as well. Uh, the DJ one got my attention as well. Um, I'll tell you what, man, if Bri like Bryson at 50 feels a little bit long and Patrick Victor Hovland at 22 shot a 68 and got two horrible pot bunker situations. One, he had to take an oh. unplayable in, uh, still was able to make par out of, out of that, that latter pot bunker. But man, you can get yourself in some, some sticky pickles out there. Yeah. Sticky pickles. I, mean, <laughs> I, I do not want to have any of those. Um, yeah, I mean, Victor was unbelievable to shoot four under with those two breaks. Uh, so 22 is interesting. Uh, Bryson, you know, Tita Green was great. I'd go, if you want a little pain almost, yes. Louie at 70 uh, could maybe intrigue a few. Uh, his irons were pretty good today. I want to say around 10th in approach, something like that. And obviously we know what he can do around St. Andrews, having never lost in regulation here. Uh, I like the Neiman pick too. I'm a sucker for Joaquin Neiman. I bet on him way too much, so I, I can't pick against him. I was told number 17 was hard. That was uh, the middle birdie of a Victor Hovland birdie, birdie, birdie finish, which was. Would you rather have Hovland at 22 or DJ at 16? Mm, probably DJ at 16. 
I'd go with DJ too. Hoffman, just the course it, history. The there's just there's just. I mean, I don't know. I, yeah, he's like Hovland. He hasn't been in contention in a major really yet. You know, like when you think of like he's always with Wolf and Morikawa. He's like the lone guy without a top ten in the major, which I always found interesting. Uh, yeah. Hey, I I got to run. Yeah. Um, We're wrapping. Got to get. It, okay. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, we'll just we'll just shut it down. <laughs> we'll be back after rounds two, three, what, and what, four. Good. Can I can I say something before I go? What, hey, before we, we go, whatever you need, KP. This is sorry. I'm sorry. It's it's like ten thirty over here, and I still got a bunch of stuff to write. Um, I think I think Rory's winning this week. I hope you're right. I think I think it is. Uh, yeah, I th- I th- I. Th- I think he's doing it. I think this is going down. I think this is happening. He, he, uh, I don't know. I, maybe not. And we've seen this movie many, many times before, right? Where it's, oh, Rory's doing it. And then it doesn't, not many times. He, he hasn't, he hasn't really done this a ton, but he's done it a couple times this year. I just, I don't know. I feel like the old course, the way the summer has gone, the way his game is in form, it just it feels like it feels like Rory's coming up 18 on Sunday with like a three stroke lead. And and that's gonna be it's gonna be the restart of hey, is this is this a top twenty guy of all time? Is this the best European golfer ever? Is he is it him and Sevy? Is Faldo still better than I mean, there's so many conversations that you could contextualize with him historically that are so interesting. And uh, I think Rory is winning the 2022 Open, the 150th Open at the Old Course on Sunday. Man, you're such a romantic. I know, such a romantic. I am. What happens I can't, when, I can't. when Robert Dinwiddie steals it from <laughs> on the seventh well, hole? I'll let you write the gamer, and I'll go play some golf. <laughs> if Robert Dinwiddie wins the 2022 Open, I'll get his name tattooed on my body. How about that? Do another. That's, well, I survived. I survived a tattoo a, bet earlier. That's a fair. That's a fair. That's a that's a good bet by you. I don't know what you're getting if he doesn't, but it's a safe bet. I think I'm. I think I'm pretty good there. Uh, all right, gents. We'll be back after rounds two, three, and four uh, for the rest of the way here at the Open Championship. For now, producer Jacob does all the hard work behind the scenes. Thank you very much. That is Patrick McDonald. You can find him on Twitter at Amateur Status, and you can find Kyle Porter at Kyle Porter CBS. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time.